Hey there, and welcome to The Ambitious Ones. My name is Nico Tremino. I'm the founder and host of The Ambitious Ones podcast. If you're looking to grow spiritually in your business, in fitness, health, in relationships, and impact, if you're looking to accelerate yourself on the timeline of your destiny on this earth, then this is the podcast for you. I'm so excited for today's episode. I know you're going to enjoy it. Before you start, hit that subscribe button, and God bless you. I want to talk about why people don't believe in Jesus. There's two main groups of people who don't believe. Now, this can be divided into subcategories uh, definitely, but these are the two main groups of people. The first one are those with a pure heart, and the second are those with a hard heart. And I want to talk about the difference between the two so we know and understand where people are coming from when they say they don't believe in Jesus. And so the first group, those with a pure heart, that's kind of who I was before I met Jesus. People with a pure heart are those who haven't seen or heard Jesus represented correctly, and therefore they don't believe. But they're just waiting to actually have a relationship with God. And so I'll share a little bit about me. I used to go to church uh, all the time before I met Jesus, and I would go to church on drugs, I and I wouldn't even pick up my Bible like maybe, maybe once a year to read it. I had no relationship with God, but if you were to ask me, I'd say I was a Christian. And then the night I had my encounter with God in 2020, like as soon as I had that encounter and I knew it was God, I knew it was Jesus, like it was a no-brainer for me. Like I often say that it was almost as if I only had uh, a yes like, it was almost like there was no decision for me to make. It was like, oh, my God, Jesus is real. Oh, my God, I can know him personally. Oh, oh my God, have my life. And and he was working on my heart to such an extent to where uh, it, it came like that. And so that's the first group. It's those who have the pure heart, who want a relationship with Jesus. They just don't know it yet. Or maybe they do, but they haven't seen Jesus represented um, either visually or audibly, in a way that ignites faith in their heart to go, okay, I'm in, I know he's real, I know he's legit, I know I can actually experience him. And so that's the first group. And then the second group are those with the hard heart. And so when I first gave my life to Jesus, um, I literally, I think it was like three weeks after I gave my life to Jesus, somehow I got into a group chat with uh, seven Muslims. And they started talking to me about Islam. I started talking to them about Jesus. And it got to the point where we were just going back and forth um, with like debates where I was like, you know what? I'm like, I need to learn why I believe what I believe. And I ended up going on this journey for about a month and a half where I studied apologetics uh, really hard. And I basically learned like the majority of arguments that people bring up against Christianity, that people bring up against Jesus. And I learned all the answers to them. Um, I learned like why the Bible is true. Apart, like, And this is talking about just like natural uh, reasoning, like historical evidence, cosmological evidence, stuff like that. Like, um, and <laughs> I am laughing because like, I don't use those arguments. I don't use those debates anymore because, and this is, this is what the second group uh, is. So they'll bring debates and they'll bring arguments in trying to disprove God, disprove Jesus, disprove Christianity. 
but it's never with the second group it's never about the argument that they're actually presenting with the second group those with a, a hard heart um, it's those who have been hurt those who who have either in their eyes been let down by God have been hurt by someone in the church someone representing Jesus to where they had this desire for God at one point and they were in the pure heart category and maybe they just didn't hear about God or know about God or maybe they called themselves Christians and then something happened either in like their personal life or they saw something happen and they blamed God for it or um, they thought it was God doing it or they got hurt by it or whatever. Either God did something or didn't do something or a person misrepresented Jesus and all that, and all of a sudden, because of a lack of understanding and a lack of of having a real relationship with him, and understanding his heart, understanding what he would do, what he wouldn't do, and all that, their heart actually turned hard. And um, usually, those people, once they get back to Jesus, are like the most on fire. But um, so that's group two, and they often bring up these arguments, like the ones I was hearing when I was studying apologetics talking about creation, talking about the universe, talking about um, like stuff on the earth, talking about just different mental arguments. And uh, it got to the point, like I learned all of this, and then I was having conversations with people about these types of things, like about dinosaurs and about um, the galaxies and, and stuff like that. And it's like, at the end of the day, first of all, People always, in this category, when they're trying to argue against God, they always have just another argument that's really irrelevant to giving your life to a person and serving him. Like, what is you understanding about the dinosaurs and how that all happened, which I can explain to you. I'll explain it to you right after this. How how can that ever ignite faith in your heart to believe in a savior and to serve him uh, by giving him your life like there, there's no correlation between the two so when I hear people arguing and about the dinosaurs um, in the garden uh, God cursed the snake and he said you're gonna be on your belly and dinosaurs were actually mutants and so the reason why they didn't get on the ark is because uh, it was the snake trying to get back up on its legs again that's why they have super small arms there and dinosaurs means dangerous lizards and so it was the snake trying to get back up on its belly again it's a cursed creature that's why they didn't make it onto the ark um, it was a mutant it wasn't part of natural creation and so that's why God did that but that right there isn't going to get you to obey Jesus like it, 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 there's no relevance to it and so and um, I'm not being rude in this like I, I understand if people because you can discern because sometimes pure heart people have these questions, but you can tell by when they're speaking to you and you can kind of get insight into their heart. Okay, like are they asking these questions because they're hiding, the, it's a wall between um, you and their hurt in their heart, their their bitterness or uh, the, the callousness of their heart? Or is it a genuinely pure person who's just like, you know what, I'm wondering about that. And so you, you have to discern the, between the two, but usually... Um, with group two, those with the hard heart or hurt heart, they they have all these arguments and all these answers. And it's just mental philosophy, mental arguments using reasoning and logic that we were never supposed to have. 
Like they're asking questions that were never supposed to be asked. They're thinking with uh, systems and logic and reasoning that only came after the fall. And so they may be getting conclusions in their mind, but the equation is false because it's corrupted in its uh, logic. It's corrupted in its, uh, the, the outcome is corrupted because the equation is incorrect. And so they may be getting an answer that makes sense to them. Like, oh, like God does this. So he must, he, he must not be a good God or whatever. It, before the fall, you would never even be able to think that thought because you know, he is goodness himself. Like it's, there, there was no second, those thoughts came in only after the fall. And so oftentimes they'll just go, I don't believe because of this argument. But the thing is, is that even if you answer that argument, they don't believe. And I asked someone this one time, we were debating, I was debating with two guys and I said, Hey, we started talking for like 10 minutes. I was like, Hey guys, um, like if I answer all your questions, Oh, I said this, I said this, I said, Yes, I said, hey, if Christianity was true, because we were talking about uh, apologetics and stuff, so I was like, hey guys, if Christianity is 100% true, and you knew it, would you believe? One guy said, eh, maybe, and then the other guy said no, and so I'm like, oh my, and then I was like, okay guys, like have a good day, I love you guys, like, and I walked away, and that right there, I, I, I don't hold that against the person. I don't go, oh my God, this person's evil, wicked. Uh, like, no. I look past that and I go, oh my God, this man was hurt by someone misrepresenting Jesus. They were hurt because they uh, misunderstood God and accused him for doing something bad or not doing something good. Like, you look past that. Ephesians 6 says we, we don't, um, it's, it's not a battle against flesh and blood, right? So we look past the physical and we go, okay, what's going on in this man's heart? And what has happened to him to cause him to say, even if I knew the Bible is true, which it is, I wouldn't believe. Like that right there, that that's like another level. And so you have to discern who you're talking to. Is this person that I'm talking to a group one and it's a pure heart and they just need a couple questions answered? They they What they're really looking for is not their questions answered, but your conviction in the truth. And so they're looking for your confidence in what you believe. Group ones are, are usually like that. And so um, you have the group ones, and then you have the group twos. You have to discern if you're talking to a group two. Like, okay, you're giving me like argument after argument after argument. How the heck, like what is this going to do for your heart and your faith in bringing you to Jesus? And um, I want to conclude uh, with, with this uh, last part. I don't talk, I don't debate with people about apologetics anymore because it's all like, you see, this evidence proves that, and, and it seems like, it seems like this, I won't say this for, for every person in apologetics, but it seems like people who are in apologetics are like placing a bet on what is the most likely, uh, truth. And so like, for example, I was talking to someone one time and uh, we were talking about apologetics and we were talking about the Bible and all that stuff. And he goes, yeah, you know, I believe in Jesus because it just seems like the best option. And I'm kind of putting like, it's kind of like 
crossing my fingers, you know, it's kind of like the best situation if it, it, it makes the most sense out of all the options out there. And I'm like, ah, no, <laughs> no, that's, that's not faith. Faith is not putting all your chips on one spot and going, you know what, like, I'm just feeling good about this one tonight. And you're just like putting all your chips on one spot, crossing your fingers and hoping that when you die, it can't like, you know, you were right. Like, that's not, that's, that's not faith. That's not faith. Like, you, as a Christian, you live with, with zero doubt about the truth. Zero doubt about the truth. Like, I, I, I don't even really, my faith is, isn't even really faith anymore because I know him. I know the man. And so, even if the world were to deny him, I, I can't. I, like, I wouldn't be able to. It's not in me because I know the man. Like, I know him. I talk to him. I listen to him. He talks to me. We have a relationship. Like, it's not that I, I, I read my Bible and, you know, I talk to the air and I exercise faith and, and act like a Christian. And then, you know, behind my back, I'm crossing my fingers going, oh, my God, I hope this is like the truth. Like, that's not faith. It's like, what are you doing? And so it's like, no, 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 no. You're supposed to know him. You're supposed to know him. It's, you're supposed to experience him. And so uh, I want to tell you right now, if you're an unbeliever, you can experience and know God to the point where you don't have to wake him going, oh my God, what's going to happen? Uh, like you know him. And so you can do that. You can come to Jesus and just start talking to him. Like I, I don't even really want to tell you how to come to him because I don't want it to be like legalistic or anything. Just Just talk to him. Tell him that you want to surrender your life to him and you want to believe in him. Like that's where the journey begins. But anyways, I wanted to touch on that because, sorry about that. I wanted to touch on that because there's probably going to be a mixed bag of believers and unbelievers that are going to be listening to this podcast and watching our videos and stuff. And I just want to give us uh, a little insight into why people may not believe, how to talk to them, what to look for, and... Um, stuff like that because I'm going to be everything I, I say is going to have Jesus in it and so I'm not I'm not hiding it I can't hide it like it's it's the truth and so it's not like you know I have my life over here and then you know I, I have my like religious stuff over here and I try to mix the two like no like I am a Christian I am a child of of God like Jesus is God he is the Lord and so I'm not going to like split what I do from what I believe. And so um, I just wanted to give us a little bit of insight into that and maybe help even unbelievers kind of identify where they're at. And if you're in group one, like you got to come over to Jesus. It's time. It's time. Like, I'm sorry um, to group two. If someone has misrepresented Jesus to you, if you, um, if, if something bad happened to you, I'm sorry about that, but God didn't do it. Okay, it's not God's fault. He's literally the only good one. He is the source of goodness and he loves you very much. And uh, you need to get alone with him and start talking to him about that. Why you're blaming him or, or why you let your heart, your heart get hurt when somebody misrepresented him. And so uh, Jesus is the most misrepresented person of all time. And so you need to know him in order to identify when people are misrepresenting him or not. And so um, he loves you guys so much, and uh, I want us to run this race together, but it starts with giving your life to him, and then the real journey actually begins.
Hey there, thank you so much for listening into today's episode. If you want more content that's going to help you grow spiritually in business, in fitness and health, in your relationships, and help you fulfill your call on this earth, then check out my YouTube channel, Nico Tremino. Now, for those of you who feel stuck but want to go to the next level in your calling, in your destiny, but just don't know where God is leading you, then you need to schedule a prophetic consultation with me. It's so important for us to hear the voice of God on a matter pertaining to our business, pertaining to our walk with Him and our calling and our destiny so as to not make mistakes and waste time. Now, if that's you and you're willing to make a small investment compared to the value that you're going to be getting and being accelerated in your destiny, then you can go to my Instagram or TikTok bio, click on my link tree and schedule an appointment for your prophetic consultation with me today. Now, thank you again for listening to today's podcast. Be sure to help someone else out today by sending them this link. And remember, be ambitious. I love you guys. See you on the next one. God bless you.